Welcome to Entrusted Hope Podcast, a ministry outreach of Entrusted Hope Ministries. We're so glad that you've chosen to join us today as we dive into the Word of God, entrusting to you what has been entrusted to us. Join us now as our host and Bible teacher, Dr. O'Shea Lowry, teaches God's unchanging truth while passing on life lessons entrusted to her amid her journey. Welcome to Entrusted Podcast. I'm your host, Shay Lowry, and I am excited about today's topic. This is episode six of Entrusted Podcast, and today we are talking about a study entitled The Significance of Your Boaz Field. The Significance of Your Boaz Field. From this study, we will learn how God leads us to specific places in order to position us for amazing blessings. This study, of course, is based on God's word and his work within a particular Boaz field ordained for Ruth. Okay, so let me let me say this up front. Not too long ago, I did a podcast about Ruth and Naomi. This is a different podcast because we are going to focus on God's work in Ruth's life while she was in this particular portion of the field, which was the field of Boaz. And so I want to give a little backdrop of this story. Naomi and her husband and two sons, they leave Bethlehem because of a famine and they go to Moab where they settle for a time. And while while they are there, the two sons marry. One marries Ruth, the other marries Orpah. And so Naomi's husband dies while they are there. And as time went by, her two sons died as well. And so during this process of grieving and just a very difficult time for Naomi and the two daughters-in-law, Naomi hears there is food once again in Bethlehem. So she makes a decision to go back. And as she does, she tells Ruth and Orpah to stay there with their families and to, you know, she's trying to encourage them. But Ruth is determined to follow Naomi to Bethlehem. So A tragedy had come to the life of Ruth, and as a result of this tragedy, three things I want to point out. There are many other things that we could talk about as well, but these three things just really touched my heart. A journey was redirected, a decision was made, and a heart became anchored to a commitment. A heart became anchored to a commitment. First, we see a journey was redirected. So Ruth has lost her husband, and now her journey is going to be completely redirected. During the process of that, a decision was made, and it would be a decision that would impact generations to come, still impacting to this day. But a heart became anchored as well to a commitment to follow Naomi to adopt herself to a new land, a new family, and to God, and to stay until finished. So a tragedy had come to the life of Ruth, and as a result of this tragedy, a journey was redirected, a decision was made, and a heart became anchored to 
a commitment to follow Naomi. I'm going to read Ruth chapter 1, verses 16 through 18. But Ruth said, Do not urge me to leave you or turn back from following you. For where you go, I will go. And where you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people and your God, my God. Where you die, I will die. And there I will be buried. Thus may the Lord do to me and worse, if anything but death parts you and me. When she saw that she was determined to go with her, she said no more to her. This is the determination uh, of a woman who had just lost her husband. Now she's leaving her family and everything that she had ever known. So we come now to Ruth chapter 1, verse 22. So Naomi returned. Now they, they have come back now to Bethlehem. So Naomi returned and with her Ruth the Moabitist, her daughter-in-law, who returned from the land of Moab. And they came to Bethlehem at the beginning of barley harvest. And so God's word tells us that Naomi she had a kinsman of her husband, and he was a man of great wealth, and his name was Boaz. So he, too, lived uh, there in Bethlehem. So Ruth and Naomi, they come to Bethlehem, they, they settle, and, and now it's time for Ruth to go to work because they had to eat. And so in Ruth chapter 2, and verses 2 and 3, listen to what Ruth says to Naomi. And Ruth the Moabitess said to Naomi, Please let me go to the field and glean among the ears of grain, after one in whose sight I may find favor. And she said to her, Go, my daughter. So she departed and went and gleaned in the field after the reapers, and she happened to come to the portion of the field belonging to Boaz, who was of the family of Elimelech. I'm going to read that one more time because this is where the whole story is going. And she happened to come to the portion of the field belonging to Boaz. So Ruth came to the field. She requested to work and she put her hands to what was in front of her. Ruth didn't have time to sit down in her pain and bless her heart. She was in so much pain and grieving, but she knew she had to move forward in order for them to be able to eat. Now, I want to read the following passages and allow them to usher us in to the Boaz field ordained for Ruth. Join me in reading Ruth chapter 2, verses 4 through 18. Now, behold, Boaz came from Bethlehem and said to the reapers, May the Lord be with you. And they said to him, May the Lord bless you. Then Boaz said to his servant who was in charge of the reapers, Whose young woman is this? The servant in charge of the reapers replied, She is the young Moabite woman who returned with Naomi from the land of Moab. And she said, Please let me glean and gather after the reapers among the sheaves. Thus she came and has remained from the morning until now. She has been sitting in the house for a little while. Then Boaz said to Ruth, Listen carefully, my daughter. Do not glean in another field. Furthermore, do not go on from this one, but stay here with my maids. Let your eyes be on the field which they reap and go after them. Indeed, I have commanded the servants not to touch you. When you are thirsty, go to the water jars and drink from what the servants draw. Then she fell on her face, bowing to the ground, and said to him, Why have I found favor in your sight that you should take notice of me, since I am a foreigner? Boaz replied to her, All that you have done for your mother-in-law after the death of your husband has been fully reported to me, and how you left your father and your mother and the land of your birth and came to a people that you did not previously know. 
May the Lord reward your work and your wages be full from the Lord, the God of Israel, under whose wings you have come to seek refuge. Then she said, I have found favor in your sight, my Lord, for you have comforted me and indeed have spoken kindly to your maidservant, though I am not like one of your maidservants. At mealtime, Boaz said to her, come here that you may eat of the bread and dip your piece of bread in the vinegar. So she sat beside the reapers and he served her roasted grain and she ate and was satisfied and had some left. When she rose to glean, Boaz commanded his servant, saying, Let her glean even among the sheaves, and do not insult her. Also you shall purposefully pull out for her some grain from the bundles, and leave it that she may glean, and do not rebuke her. So she gleaned in the field until evening. Then she beat out what she had gleaned, and it was about an ephah of barley. She took it up and went into the city, and her mother-in-law saw what she had gleaned. She also took it out and gave Naomi what she had left over after she was satisfied. As stated previously, today I want to speak with you about the significance of your Boaz field. Join me now as we step into the portion of the field where Ruth once stepped where Ruth was ordained to be and gleaned from what God did in her own Boaz field while coming to understand what he can do in ours as well. The first point I want to I want to bring us to today is Ruth was both guided and positioned by God. Again, we're going to look at some things that happened not only while she was in that Boaz field but had already happened before she had gotten there. Point number one, Ruth was both guided and positioned by God to a portion of the field that was owned by Boaz. We see this in Ruth chapter 2, verse 3. So she departed and went and gleaned in the field after the reapers, and she happened to come to the portion of the field belonging to Boaz. God guided her steps, and God positioned her in the portion of the field that belonged to Boaz. You know what I was thinking as I was preparing this, God was guiding her steps even before she came to the Boaz field. He was guiding her steps when she made the decision to leave her land of birth and to follow Naomi to Bethlehem. And so God both guided and positioned Ruth to the portion of the field belonging to Boaz. Next, we see that Ruth was faithful to the task in front of her. While she was at this Boaz field, you know, it, that was tough work, what she was about to do to make a living in order for her and Naomi to be able to eat. The second point I want to bring us to is Ruth was faithful to the task in front of her. You know, that was tough work, what what she was about uh, to do, but she had to make a living. And even though she was grieving, as I said previously, she was faithful to the task in front of her. And that included a determination to stay the course, no matter how difficult it was. The next point that I want to bring our attention to is Ruth was noticed. While she was in the portion of that field, Ruth was noticed. We see this in Ruth chapter 2 verse 5. Then Boaz said to his servant who was in charge of the reapers, Whose young woman is this? 
God will always cause you to be noticed by others in your workplace, in your family, in your community. We don't we don't have to toot our own horn as you often hear that expression. God will cause others to notice us for his kingdom building, for his glory's sake when we are following him. The next point I want to bring us to that happened not only in the Boaz field, but before Ruth ever got to the Boaz field was Ruth was recognized by her character. We see in Ruth chapter 2, verses 6 through 7, and then verse 11. The servant in charge of the reapers replied, She is the young Moabite woman who returned with Naomi from the land of Moab. And she said, Please let me glean and gather after the reapers among the sheaves. Thus she came and has remained from the morning until now. She has been sitting in the house for a little while. Now, in verse 11, Boaz comes to Ruth, and this is what he says, All that you have done for your mother-in-law after the death of your husband has been fully reported to me, and how you left your father and your mother in the land of your birth and came to a people that you did not previously know. The word was out about Ruth. People knew what she had done for her mother-in-law. People knew the sacrifices that she had made to come and to help take care and be with her mother-in-law. And so one of the things that we noticed that happened in that Boaz field, while she was where she was supposed to be, she was recognized by her character. The next point I bring us to is Ruth was instructed. While in the portion of the field belonging to Boaz, Ruth was instructed. We see this in Ruth chapter 2, verses 8 through 9. Then Boaz said to Ruth, Listen carefully, my daughter. Do not go to glean in another field. Furthermore, do not go on from this one, but stay here with my maids. Let your eyes be on the field which they reap and go after them. Indeed, I have commanded the servants not to touch you. When you are thirsty, go to the water jars and drink from what the servants draw. I love how Boaz begins the instructions. Listen carefully, my daughter. Boaz could see what Ruth could not see. He knew what would happen if she ended up in another field. Just like God knows what will happen when we go our own way and choose our own path. God always sees the bigger picture. He sees what are in those other fields that may be looking pleasing to us right now. And he says, just like Boaz, listen carefully, my daughter. Boaz told her, do not go to glean in another field. Do not go on from this one. Stay with my maids. Let your eyes be on the field which they reap and go after them. When you are thirsty, go to the water jars and drink from what the servants draw. Ruth was given instructions for her benefit, for her best, and also for the best of her mother-in-law. The next thing that we notice that came from Ruth being in a portion of the field where God had ordained her to be, Ruth was protected. We see this in Ruth chapter 2, verse 9a. Indeed, I have commanded the servants not to touch you. This was Boaz's message to her. I'm going to protect you, Ruth. I've told them not to touch you. And now we we go to verses 15 and 16. When she rose to glean, Boaz commanded his servants, saying, Let her glean even among the sheaves, and do not insult her. Also, you shall purposefully pull out for her some grain from the bundles and leave it, that she may glean and do not rebuke her. When we are where we are supposed to be, 
We are going to be under God's divine protection until he calls us home, until that day comes that that is ordained for us to take our last breath. When we are where we are supposed to be, we are going to be protected. And Boaz made sure that Ruth was protected while she was in the portion of that field belonging to Boaz. The next thing we notice while Ruth was in that field is she was provided for. Ruth was provided for. We look at verse 9b. Boaz said, when you are thirsty, go to the water jars and drink from what the servants draw. We also drop down to verse 14. At mealtime, Boaz said to her, come here that you may eat of the bread and dip your piece of bread in the vinegar. So she sat beside the reapers and he served her roasted grain and she ate and was satisfied and had some left. So not only was Ruth provided for, as we're going to see, Naomi was provided for as well. We come to verses 16 and 18, still in Ruth chapter 2. Also, you shall purposefully pull out for her some grain from the bundles and leave it that she may glean and do not rebuke her. So she gleaned in the field until evening. Then she beat out what she had gleaned, and it was about an ephah of barley. She took it up and went into the city, and her mother-in-law saw what she had gleaned. She also took it out and gave Naomi what she had left after she was satisfied. So while Ruth was there, not only was she protected, she was provided for because she was where God had ordained her to be. The next thing that we notice while Ruth was in the portion of the field is she was favored. Ruth was favored. We see this in Ruth chapter 2 verses 10 through 12. Then she fell on her face, bowing to the ground, and said to him, Why have I found favor in your sight, that you should take notice of me, since I am a foreigner? Boaz replied to her, All that you have done for your mother-in-law after the death of your husband has been fully reported to me, and how you left your father and your mother and the land of your birth and came to a people that you did not previously know. May the Lord reward your work, and your wages be full from the Lord, the God of Israel, under whose wings you have come to seek refuge. God favored her in the heart of Boaz. She was favored while she was where she was supposed to be. The next thing that we noticed that happened to Ruth while she was in that Boaz field is she was comforted. Ruth was comforted. In Ruth chapter 2, verse 13, then she said, I have found favor in your sight, my Lord, for you have comforted me and indeed have spoken kindly to your maidservant, though I am not like one of your maidservants. Ruth was a widow who had really been grieving. She had lost the love of her life. She had left those that she loved behind. And now she's in a new place. And while she was in the portion of the field that God ordained her to be, she was comforted. The next point I want to bring us to was Ruth both listened and obeyed sound counsel. She did this inside the Boaz field and she did it outside the Boaz field. We see in Ruth chapter 2 verses 21 through 23, she's gone through all this with Boaz. He's provided for her. He's protected her. And she goes home and she talks to Naomi about all that had taken place. 
And we get to verses 21 through 23. Then Ruth, the Moabitess said, furthermore, he said to me, you shall stay close to my servants until they have finished all my harvest. Naomi said to Ruth, her daughter-in-law, it is good, my daughter, that you go out with his maids so that others do not fall upon you in another field. So she stayed close by the maids of Boaz in order to glean until the end of the barley harvest and the wheat harvest, and she lived with her mother-in-law. The number one reason why Ruth was blessed in her Boaz field was because she was in the center of God's will in being there. And she also kept her eyes on the field where she was planted. One of the verses, uh, several passages that come to mind uh, is Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And do not lean on your own understanding and in all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. When we trust God to lead us to the portion of the field he's leading us to, then we're going to be in the center of his will. We're going to have that peace and we're going to experience his blessings. He says in Psalm 32, 8, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my eye upon you. The number one reason why Ruth was blessed in her Boaz field is because she was in the center of God's will in being there. She kept her eyes on the field where she was to glean. Not too long ago, I was at a basketball practice with one of my grandchildren and the gym was just full of kids running all over the place, practicing, playing. The parents were and grandparents were sitting in the stands and, and everybody was just talking. And, and I overheard one of the coaches because he was looking at his team and their eyes were roaming all over the gym instead of listening to the coach. And he told them, he said, be here, be in the now, be where you are right now. Listen to me. And it just spoke such a a spiritual truth to my heart because sometimes our eyes are on other fields. We want to be somewhere else other than where we are. And and we, we miss sometimes God's best because we're already in those other fields instead of gleaning in the field where he has placed us. God had a plan in store for both Naomi and Ruth, one comprised of redemption. Adjacent to his plan, involved a Boaz field, one that was ordained specifically for Ruth to come to. God has a plan for your life. Adjacent to that plan involves a Boaz field or several Boaz fields, ones that he will ordain specifically for you to come to. Don't miss God's best by picking your own field to plant yourself in. Let God bring you to the portion of the field He has ordained for you to be in. God, thank you for this story. Thank you for your truths. Thank you that, God, you do have a plan for us. And adjacent to that plan is a specific portion of different fields you will lead us to in the path of our journey. Help us to obey you. Help us to be in the now Instead of roaming our eyes all over the place and looking at other fields, help us to be where you want us to be, where you have ordained for us to be. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to Entrusted Hope Podcast. 
We pray today's teaching brought you hope and comfort in God's truth and in His love. For more information on Entrusted Hope Ministries, visit our website at www.entrustedhopeministries.org. Have a blessed day, and thank you again for listening to Entrusted Hope Podcast, an outreach of Entrusted Hope Ministries.